0: Breaking the Borderline Stigma. I'm Kristen Nicole. I'm a life coach for highly sensitive women and women with borderline personality disorder, helping you to create a protective emotional skin to learn to love all of you and to let your gorgeous light shine despite the darkness. And by the way, I'm also a highly sensitive person and a BPD conqueror myself. Well, hello there, and welcome back. I'm happy to be with you here today. I'm glad that you are joining me for this episode, and for this one, I'm trying a little something different, because my computer seems to be on the fritz, and the application that I use to record my podcasts is not opening up, so I'm actually using my phone. So I apologize if there's some sound issues. Hopefully, there won't be, but... We're just going to roll with it and see how it goes. So, super glad to have you here. In today's podcast, I want to talk a little bit about BPD and rejection. But before I get into that, I want to remind you if you haven't joined the Pod Squad, to go ahead and get that in today. Because tomorrow, October 30th, is the last day to do your shares. And there are several goodies that are up for grabs. That will be in the show notes, um, just so you can see what you could potentially grab just for sharing your favorite episodes. It's really super simple, but you do want to get into that today. So that you have a little bit of time to actually get in and share some of your favorite episodes since the deadline is tomorrow. Okay, so let's talk about BPD and rejection. This is something that I personally have always struggled with. And I think rejection is hard for anybody, really. But what I try to explain to my friends, and just people that I talk to in general, is that rejection when you have BPD is like a thousand times worse than someone who doesn't have BPD. I can only imagine, of course, right? Because I was diagnosed with it, so I don't really know what it's like to be someone without BPD. But I was thinking about this, and I think that there's several reasons that individuals with BPD struggle with rejection. And I wanted to get into that a little bit and also share with you what has helped me in overcoming the issues with rejection. Certainly, I'm not 100% over it. I don't know that anybody really ever is because it's just a hard thing to take. But I think as you start to kind of work on things, um, it gets much easier to move out of and and be less fearful of that rejection piece. So as I get into this as always I just want to remind you I am not a therapist. These are my own thoughts and opinions and things that have helped me in overcoming my BPD and I say overcoming because I really feel like I've gotten myself to a very excellent place to, in terms of BPD and Really being able to manage my symptoms, it's to the point where I really don't notice a lot. I mean there's there's things here there, right? But I think that that's also everyday life. I don't even know that it's necessarily BPD. it could be trauma related i I don't know, but I have truly gotten myself to an incredible place, and so that's why I share this with you. That's why I got into coaching and specifically focus on coaching women who are highly sensitive or who have been diagnosed with BPD or feel like they may have BPD because of the fact that I have just made leaps and bounds progress and I have seen that there really is a way through and you can absolutely create a thriving life despite having this condition or having this challenge um, because we all have our own challenges. So. So when it comes to rejection, what I was thinking when it comes to this is I I really feel like for me, it goes back to the fear of abandonment. And if you are someone with BPD, this is something that is very kind of ingrained, I think, into individuals with with the disorder because we have this, or at least I do, I've, I've always had this fear of abandonment and Self worth issues, like they were linked together essentially. And I think when it comes to rejection, what I found was when I really started thinking about it, the rejection almost m- would make me feel abandoned. And then it would lead to making me feel like I didn't have that, like I wasn't worth enough. I, I had self worth issues. Sometimes the rejection ends up just going straight to the self worth issues. Because it's almost thinking, you know, why am I not good enough? I'm not good enough. Why don't people like me? Or why is this individual rejecting me? What's wrong with me? That sort of thing. And here's what I want to say about this. This is not strictly a BPD thing. Now, of course, like I said, everybody feels rejection and and that is a sting. But as I've gone along this journey, I've gotten into studying kind of feminine power and tapping into your feminine power. And in this very masculine powered system, and I will do a podcast on this later in the future, but in this very masculine power system, we tend to, and I say we, I mean society, at least Western culture um, society, cut ourselves off from our feminine power, our intuition. And it's a systemic thing. So it's not just a female thing or a woman thing. It's not, it's, it's male, female, non-binary, however you identify. It is everybody because let's face it, we live in a patriarchal society and that society tells us that emotions are bad and that, or emotions should stay hidden, essentially. And... What I found was women, and in studying this feminine powers, we make shame-based meanings. And there's a whole podcast that I will be doing on this that I have planned. Because shame and BPD are very interconnected and very, very related. If you have BPD, you probably feel shame quite a lot. And it you may not even realize that that's what it is. I certainly didn't. Until I got into DBT, I didn't realize how much shame I was carrying around and how much guilt I felt, too. And there is a difference between the two. Here's the thing, though, is that um, in my case anyway, I realized that I never actually recognized my emotions, and by that i mean i would get angry i would feel i would have the feeling of anger but i didn't realize it until all of a sudden i would snap or i would be have be having the feeling of of anxiousness of of anxiety and it wasn't until i was in the thick of it where i'm like oh like something's not right and it made me realize once i got into dbt that i didn't actually know the emotions that I was having, which is kind of a scary thing. But at the same time, I think that's very relevant and common for a lot of people, not just people with BPD, because we live in the society, the type of society that we live in, where emotions are bad, right? So we all, we run on autopilot, particularly when it comes to emotions. A lot of us, I don't believe, are very emotionally aware. It, you really have to start focusing on acknowledging your emotions. And as women, part of that systemic issue or that systemic, you know, patriarchal society is we make shame-based meanings. So when it comes to rejection, it's something where if you get rejected, certainly like this is, and I say you, but of course i me in this case this has happened to me because these are my experiences with it but um when i would get rejected it was like i said a little bit ago what's wrong with me what what why am i not good enough um why don't they like me and the problem with that is is it's making it about me when it has really doesn't Necessarily have anything to do with me. And it, it, but it's making it about me as a person, as an individual, instead of this thing happened. So when you end up making these shame based meanings and being rejected as one of them, I think, if you do something incorrectly, you do something wrong, maybe you know. Realize it at the time that it's wrong. Maybe you don't, and you realize it really later. Women have a tendency to say, "I am wrong," and "What's wrong with me?" Whereas men have a tendency to say, "I did something wrong. I shouldn't. You know, that that was wrong to do." But do you see that there's a very distinction there? So there's very much a distinction there of what's wrong with me. I am wrong. Versus I did something wrong. One is a you're personally identifying with the wrong thing. And that's part of your identity. And that's not the case. So another part to this is I was listening to Billie Jean King give this talk. And if you aren't familiar with her, there's a movie called The Battle of the Sexes. And it's about her. um Really paving the way for women in tennis, and I haven't seen the movie yet, but after hearing her talk, I absolutely am going to she's a phenomenal speaker, the way that she talks about things and um, paving the way and and um, she she talks about pressure as a privilege. That's a whole other topic for another day. But she says, and this is very true, women are are told that we are never good enough. And we feel like we're never good enough because we are taught to be perfect from a young age. And that's why we don't have self-confidence. And it was just like hearing that, like, mind blown, (laughs) right? Now, this all kind of goes back to rejection, but there's so many things that I know are tied up into this. So getting into the whole rejection piece, what I found was there were things. So if it was being rejected by a family member or a friend, I realized that I very much felt like I was being abandoned. I I was, you know, that friend or that individual was rejecting me and maybe it was something that was obvious to them. Maybe it wasn't, but I realized I was taking it as they were almost abandoning me because they were rejecting me. They weren't accepting me for who I was. That's the way that I took it. When it comes to rejection from, individuals who I don't know and this is something where it, why it's taken me a long time to finally say yes I was diagnosed with BPD because of the stigma behind it because I was afraid of people commenting on Facebook or Instagram or whatever and making these nasty comments because let's face it that happens and it sucks And what I've realized is that's more about the individual than it is me, but that's a hard thing to kind of wrap your head around, particularly when you have this fear of abandonment um, and when you have these self-worth issues, because then you start to identify your worth with what other people think of you. And one of the examples, I started my business about six years ago, some form of a business I I had started. And... I have gone through quite a journey when it comes to that and discovering what my true calling was for my business. But I always, I don't want to say always, in the last few years, I have done videos on Facebook and sometimes I would run ads to them just to kind of see or like boost the video, you know, to see what sort of response it would get and to kind of get my message out there. And... I think it was a video where I talked about why you need to share your story. And someone made a comment on my video and said something to the effect of, I think you're just one of the many people trying to be something online. Like just this random stranger. And it just, it stung so bad. And even the fact that I remember it now, I mean, and this was probably a year and a half ago or something. But that went back to my very fear of um, rejection and abandonment and self-worth issues. But in doing the inner work that I've done and even talking to my, my friend about it, I had sent her a screenshot because I, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to make it obvious how much it stung. It was much less than it used, than it would have, you know, a decade ago or even prior to being diagnosed with BPD. But, you know, here is this person who I don't know, and they're tearing me down for trying to help other people. What a horrible thing (laughs) to do that, to do to somebody. And I remember saying to my friend, the individual that I was following would say, oh, thank goodness for the haters because that means that you're starting to make an impact because the haters come out of the woodwork first, which I can understand um, why that is true. But And so I said to her, I'm like, oh, you know, this is more about her than it is me. I, I can't remember the whole conversation back and forth exactly, but she essentially said, yeah, because, you know, it could go back to her Wanting to do something like that, but not having the courage to do it. So seeing someone else doing it and feeling like maybe her self-worth was questioned in her own mind. So anyway, the reason for this and and that I'm telling you all of this is because here is what has really helped me. And again, it's not to say that I'm 100% healed. I think rejection still hurts, even in this entrepreneurial journey that I've been on. Um, People who aren't diagnosed with BPD talk about rejection and and how, yeah, it, it stings and it hurts. But when you have BPD, it's that much more severe, right? But what I found that really helped me was actually starting my business. But the reason I think it really helped me is because I had a vision and I still haven't achieved that vision, but I had something I was working towards that I really believed in that I really like knew that I could make come true or longed to make it come true because I didn't really, I wouldn't say that I knew it, but I very much longed for it and I could imagine it. And, because I saw something better than the situation I was in, it allowed me to put myself out there in ways that I never would have before. And it also allowed me to, when I started to hear no, and I started to get the rejection, even though it still hurt, it wasn't as bad. And it almost helped me to kind of create a little bit of a protective emotional barrier between me and the people who are rejecting me, kind of the haters, if you will. So my point is that if rejection is something that you are struggling with, my invitation to you is to Try to come up with a vision of what your life would be like if you could have it in a perfect world, if there were no limitations, what would that life look like for you? And then you start to take steps to make that vision become a reality. I don't want to simplify this because there's more that goes into it in that, but that is the The basics to it. That is the getting started point. And if you're at the point where you can't even imagine being out of the emotional hell (laughs) that BPD can be, then what I would encourage you to do is go to YouTube, look for Brain Sync. It's just like it sounds, it's spelled B R A I N and then Sync S Y and see meditations because it's by Kelly Howell, I think her last name is. And uh, these are fabulous. She has subliminal me- meditations that are just calming music or cal- calming nature sounds, but underneath it are positive affirmations. Now, what I started doing was listening to these and, and, you can pick, there's there's ones like, you know, heal anxiety, heal depression, and it's, it's free. She has paid ones, but there's like 10 minutes worth of meditation um, for each one, a lot of them. And so you just kind of want to pick is, okay, what am I struggling with? The confidence, I think she has one for um, have confidence, that sort of thing. And listen to it for two weeks minimum every single day, just those 10 minutes at least. And I think that that will start to help to kind of pull you out so that then you can start to create that vision. The other thing is, because this is something that I am still constantly working on, I think that I always will be, I have a little bit of an invitation, another invitation or challenge, fun challenge for you. And here it is. My invitation for you To help me work on my rejection issues is to schedule a discovery call with me. And there is a link in the show notes for you to do this. Schedule a discovery call with me. We will go through the coaching process. And at the end of which, I want you to say no to me. You get a free coaching session out of this and I get to work on my accepting no or accepting rejection skills that is my invitation to you so go to the show notes and click on that link to schedule a discovery call and then you'll be able to find time on my calendar and we can go through the coaching i will give you the offer of kind of what my coaching services will entail at which point you would tell me no And this is a challenge or an invitation that my coach shared with me. So I'm opening it up to you because it's something that I want to work on myself and continue to work on and improve on getting better at hearing no and getting better at that rejection piece. Now, I know last week was a long episode. If you didn't get to listen to it with my interview with Dr. Lee, highly, highly recommend it. She is fabulous where we talk about BPD and trauma. But for today, that is what I'm going to wrap with. I hope that the audio quality has held out for me. I hope that this has been helpful for you. If it has, make sure that you subscribe, um, share the episode. If you're going to share, certainly make sure you jump on my pot squad so that way you can earn some goodies. Again, those goodies are in the show notes of what you can earn just for sharing your favorite episodes. That's it for me for now. Until next time, have a great one. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like one-to-one support, sign up for a free discovery call through the link in the show notes.